Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. And I understand now we have a true Helene on the uh, mm-hmm. uh, on the. Phone. Uh, we have Dr. Catherine Elizabeth Fleming. She is an academic and historian. She has been in the provost of NYU since 2016, basically the dean of all deans. In 2016, she's an honorary Greek citizen, and she spe- specializes as a historian in the modern history of Greece. Welcome to Cats at Night. Thanks so much. A pleasure to be here. And you know why Kathleen loves me? Because me and her husband have the same birthday. Oh, and she's also the Alexander Onassis Professor of <laughs> Hellenic Culture and Civilization in the Department of History at NYU as well. So that's you, true. You're... And 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 John is right as well. But John, that's not the only reason. I okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell us. You know, you've developed a, a love for Hellenism. You're an honorary citizen. Tell tell us about how you developed your, the love for Hellenism. And, I mean, you do wonderful things for NYU. NYU has become a world power. Uh, talk to us about your Hellenism. So thanks so much. I had an incredible experience. Um, sheer luck brought me as a teenager to Crete uh, at the age of 18. And I did something that my parents weren't excited about, which is that I dropped out of college for a year and accepted a job as a waitress in the south of Crete. Wow. I saw that movie. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And uh, it really totally changed the trajectory of my life because I had a chance to learn a a new language, uh, Greek, and uh, to, to live in a very different place, a very different culture, one that I really, really came to love. And then wanted to learn about academically, and it set the whole trajectory of my career. Well, uh, Kathleen Fleming is the provost of uh, New York University, mm-hmm. the university I ha- was eight credits short from graduating, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I love the place. Uh, and um, uh, tell us uh, uh, also, uh, Cap- there, there was a brain drain in Greece. So, Do you see any solution for that? I So, yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about both things, both NYU and the, the brain drain in Greece. And I'll tell you, we're, we very proudly claim you as a graduate, even if you're a, a few credits short. Um, so NYU is really fortunate to have uh, received the generosity of the Alexander S. Onassis Foundation, which made it possible uh, for the university to build a program in Hellenic Studies. And I was lucky enough to wind up with a position there um, teaching modern Greek history. And one of the phenomena that people who are interested in Greece are aware of these days is exactly what you referred to, that um, there are a lot of young people in the country, highly educated, very capable people who don't really see an economic future for themselves in Greece. And uh, uh, a lot of people have been leaving the country for that reason. And the main solution is going to be for Greece to come up with meaningful employment for them at home. 
I'm engaged in a project in Greece that aims to do exactly that. Uh, with my partner in Greece, Sofia Papayuanu, we are running a big oral history project supported by the Stavros Niarchos Foundation. And we're employing hundreds and hundreds of young Greek people, uh, training them and having them go out to interview their family members and bring us their stories. And at the same time, we're giving them something really interesting to do and a, and a paycheck. So Greece needs more meaningful forms of uh, livable employment. Otherwise, it's going to lose a lot of really, really great minds. Again, we're speaking with uh, Dr. Catherine Elizabeth Fleming. She's the provost of NYU. Uh, Dr. Fleming, what made you fall in love with the Greek culture? You know, it was so many things. Uh, I was an undergraduate in New York City myself at Barnard College. And it was a radically different lifestyle, a radically different landscape, a very different pace of life. And I came to really have a deep appreciation for the sort of instantaneous generosity that so many uh, Greeks show for a kind of cantankerous, but in a friendly way, argumentative spirit um, that in many ways is deeply intellectual and very, very appealing And, uh, you know, it was a place that just kind of allowed me to make it a second home and sort of loved me back. And it's uh, a lot easier to be in love with something or someone when you're being loved back. And that was certainly the case for me with Greece for my whole life. I've been really lucky. Kathleen, I love Greece. And we had a discussion. We had a panel discussion at uh, today at lunch. And Father, our our favorite uh, priest, Father Alex, was there. And... um, we uh, one of the th- problems I also brought up was th- the real reason for Brexit was uh, they're tired of getting invaded in the UK and England by foreign so foreign foreign people, and they wanted England to stay English and to stay the, the way they grew up. Now, Greece, they're getting invaded from all over the place. The European Union is for open borders. I want Greece to stay as Greek. I want Italy to stay as Italian. I want France to stay as French. Uh, what Do you see a problem coming down the road on this? Look, all of Europe is being confronted with a major problem. I think France is probably uh, the the leading European nation in terms of having to confront this problem uh, because it's a country that has sort of defined itself um, by a form of Frenchness that I, I think is on the wane. But every every Western European country, every European country in general has has this problem. In the case of Greece specifically, Uh, I think one of the things that uh, makes Greece's position particularly difficult is that a lot of the people who are arriving in Greece don't actually want to be in Greece. They uh, they are passing through Greece. And that has a very, very different kind of impact on a country if you have lots and lots of people transiting, uh, transiting the nation. Uh, you know, for me, uh, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm an, I'm an example. One of the most critical things is that you learn the language and that you really, really uh, can connect meaningfully to the everyday life of, of a place. And the extent to which 
people who are not Greek, and I say that as someone who themselves is not Greek, uh, so I'm not, I'm not going to comment negatively on others who aren't Greek, but the success of uh, making a life in a new place really, really derives from your ability to connect to it culturally, uh, linguistically, and to contribute to it even as you, as you benefit from it. And as I say, all of Europe has to figure that out with large populations. Yes, they do have to figure it out. We've got a minute left before we have to break. Tell us what else would you, would you like to tell uh, all Americans? Well, you know, t- today is Greece's, uh, it's, the, it's the equivalent of the, of the 4th of July uh, for, for Greece today, a very, very important day. And I guess what I'd like to tell all Americans as well as all, all Greeks is that the, the same values that propelled the Greek Revolution and the American War of Independence are values that we have to keep in the forefront of our minds uh, today. Look at what's happening in Ukraine, what's happening to Ukraine, being done to Ukraine. And uh, if we don't keep the same democratic values alive um, as the ones that, that propelled those movements, we are going to be in sad shape indeed. Well, Kathleen Fleming, a provost of New York University, lover of Greece, thank you so much for coming on, and God bless you, and, and God bless America. Thank you so much. Thanks, John, for having me. Take care. And when we come back, Larry Kudlow.